Hello everyone. Welcome to Shruti Speaks. South India is considered to be one of the most sacred places in the world. It is the land of various art forms, temples, and of course the land of sages and rishis. It is also the land of various sacred hills like Chaturagiri, Veliyangiri, Parvathamalai, Kollimalai, Agathyamalai, Trivannamalai, and the list goes on and on. The topic which we are going to talk today is considered to be one of one among the sacred land in the world. The mountain in itself is considered to be the manifestation of Lord Shiva in the fire element. Also, the temple is one of the Panchabhuta stalams and also a Padal Petra stalam. Tirunavakarasar sang Varnane, Madhisodiya Maindane, Tenane, Tiranamalayane, which means the Lord who is as generous as the vastness of the space. the one who is so radiant and shining that only the crescent moon is the most suitable ornament and the lord who is as sweet and pure as that of honey the lord who resides in the sacred mountain of tiruvannamalai yes as you guessed today's podcast is all about tiruvannamalai direct my first question to shankar ji what does tiruvannamalai remind to you Th- thanks shruti and hello everyone uh... Uh, Shruti, you nicely quoted Trinjana Samandar. So this place, Tiruvannamalai, has many names. Of course, Arunagiri, Arunamalai, Arunachala. There are many names. And uh, and uh, the moment I say Tiruvannamalai, the first thing comes to my mind is is Annamalaiyam, Anna Potri, Kanna Ramuda, Kadale Potri. So uh, this this place has a, quite a, a huge significance, uh, spiritual aspect and also cultural and historical aspect. Though the current temple has a history of like thousand two hundred years, but uh, the actual history of the temple as such goes easily at least few thousand years, and and also it has huge contributions from various kingdoms, from the Sangam period and Chola, Pandya, Vijayanagara, there are many many more. When the moment when we talk about Tiruvannamalai, the first thing of course comes to my our mind is main hill and then the main temple. But of course, there are so many other things around uh, the temple. For example, the Girivalam path. When you take the Girivalam path, there are huge amount of uh, lingams. The famous eight lingams are there, and also many many famous saint and spiritual gurus. Their ashrams exist there. For example, Ramana Ashram, Shrihasdhiri Swamigal Ashram, or Yogi Ram Surat Kumar Ashram, and many more. and this is on the grivalam path of course on the hill there are much more like skandhas from virupaksha cave mamare cave and, and many more and also they say that you know when you take a grivalam many times uh, the the circumambulation of of the hill they say that you will not have rebirth and attain eternity so i am not sure i will have i will attain that because i, I grivalam is my most favorite <laughs> and uh, how about you rajo what, what do you, what, what comes to your mind when when thirunamalai name is said come on shankar ji if you attain mukti or moksha who is going to enjoy the vibrida rajayogam for this planetary alignment for you so you have a lot of time on earth so you should remember that ஒன்னும்ிவ்ரமாஸ்ட்ரமாஸ்ட்ரமாஸ்ட்ரமாஸ்ட்ரமாஸ்ட்ரமாஸ்ட்ரமாஸ்ட்ரமாஸ்ட
as the uh, sun is the source of light to all the heavenly bodies tirunamalai is a source of divinity to all the sacred places on earth that's how spiritual and that's how sacred tirunamalai is and more uh, people also need to realize there are more places around tirunamalai like tirukovilur and tirukovilur there is a famous temple ulagalanda perumal temple there is also a lot of te- temples near uh, virupuram uh, the famous sanishwaran temple is also there where sanishwar stands on one leg on one leg on crow kalpattu the place is kalpattu so it's an interesting place and apart from that there are a lot of beautiful ashrams around there many beautiful ashrams the most famous being ramanar ashram and also um um yogi ram swarup kumar ashram and also sheshadri ashram so that's how the place is sacred and divine just like uh, how you quoted the sun is the source for all the you know beings it, it was very beautiful and yeah moving on uh, as uh, shankar ji mentioned before the eight lingams which um, glorifies different aspects of uh, divinity so can you please uh, elaborate more about that yeah definitely uh, shruti and and uh, and uh, raj you talked about uh, the importance uh, around tirunamalai so so there are two temples comes to my mind when we talk about tirunamalai so one is this mamdur mamdur uh, cave temple uh, that is a wonderful architecture from pallavas and of course pallavas are known for their cave architecture so that's a temple which is not that far from tirunamalai so that's a must visit and then another temple which i don't miss out every time i visit tirunamalai is tenangur ponduranga temple this is a very unique temple it's not a very old temple but it's a very unique temple built in uh, built with kalinga architecture like a replica of uh, puri jagannath plus the entrance gopuram is from dravidian architecture it's a it's a wonderful temple uh, built in, in the name of uh, sri nyanandagiri uh, swamigal so his, his sister has done that so it's it's a wonderful temple it's a must visit in my recommendation and uh, coming back to shruti's question about this website eight lingam so let's say this this is also called uh, ashtadik palas or or basically uh, ru- rulers of this eight directions of the universe so ashta means eight and dik is the direction and palas are the rulers so we have uh, it's, it's a it's a beautiful scientific uh, scientific concept also what we have uh, about guardians of this four cardinal directions the northeast southwest plus the intercardinal points like northeast northwest southeast and southwest so so they have kept it beautifully around the tirunamalai hill in an octagonal shape uh, where they have located this eight lingams uh, in 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 based on the direction for example uh, the first and foremost uh, if you if you take it the indra lingam comes first that is for the east lord indra of course who holds the vajra ayudha and vahana sairavata and uh, and each and every lingam also has a uh, impact or a, or or characteristics of some of the navagrahas for example indra has lord surya and shukra's influence and uh, and agni linga which which is taking care of southeast lord, lord agni who is son of surya uh, he has sheep as his vahana and lord chandra's influence he has and also he has the saptahasa seven hands one one thing which we have to understand is is each of these uh, rulers all have this weapons in their hand this weapons also signifies what kind of benefits or characteristics you you gain when when you pray so that's also something it has a it has a good scientific significance so the uh, related to weapons and and also their their vahana or uh, their characteristics and also navagraha's influence everything has a meaning and then lord yama uh lingam so yama lingam so which takes care of the south direction maisha has his weapon and uh, influence of mangala 
then nirudilingam which is the taking care of the southwest he is the king of asuras or or demons and he has gardaba the donkeys has his, donkey as his vahana and he has influence of lord rahu then varunalingam taking care of west king of water makara is his vahana and shani influence is there and then vayulingam which is taking care of the northwest lord vayu known for known as the lord of wind antelopes is vehicle and kedus influence is heavy then comes the most famous or people's favorite i would say is the gubera lingam which is taking care of the north lord gubera so he has this mongoose nakula as the vehicle as a vahana and his influence is heavily from lord guru bhagwan guru parve kodinanmai and trust me that every time i go to girivalam one lingam which i tend to miss out is gubera lingam is purely because of the crowd because the crowd is so much here i don't know i think everybody wants the influence of uh, gubera's uh, blessing so so no why not of course he is the distributor of wealth so so that's that's the most favorite and then the final one um, is uh, is isanya lingam which is taking care of the northeast so, so here uh, mahadeva lord mahadeva himself a dikpala so he himself a ruler of uh, of one direction so so here um, uh, rishabha or nandi is his vehicle and uh, influence comes from the buddha so let's say that all these uh, lingas have significance uh, based on the direction and uh, and uh, and also their characteristics and also the influence from a certain navagraha uh, grahas also so by praying this specific lingams you get the benefit of the particular rulers uh, characteristics and also benefits from the navagraha's influence so it it has quite a good uh, good uh, uh, scientific importance also um that that being said so i will ask shruti who is your favorite out of this eight lingams which one is I your favorite the, i know the answer for this she will want alamendi lingam which can give food for eternity <laughs> annapurni lingam we can we can pradishta a new lingam nalamendi lingam or annapurni lingam or we can do on the i mean if you're blessed enough we may we are joking now but we never know what is going to happen in life we may actually install a ரிஷிங் <laughs> the ashram and uh, i also heard you stayed in yogi ram surit kumar's uh, ashram so how was your experience there i mean there are many many beautiful ashrams around and there is a the wise know the apparent meaning of prajnana is mind and its true meaning is the heart the supreme is not other than the heart the great words by the great uh, sage ramana maharishi i mean ramana ashram is one of the most beautiful ashrams but you can visit it is so bliss and serene and it's not one single ashram building it has so many complex around it i think uh, shankar ji can throw a lot of light in it shankar ji what do you think absolutely so this is probably the most favorite ashram i would say for for many many people uh, who are coming to thiruvannamalai it's true that it's it's it has a it is a set of complexes and buildings and and it has been one of the very well maintained ashram also 
for example the main shrine they have matrubhuteshwar shrine where the sacred shivalingam and sri chakra also there and these are sanctified by maharishi himself is won't touch and uh, and also maharishi's is one samadhi is there and uh, that's that's the that's where people pray and meditate mostly so it's a quite a big hall actually so they have built it uh, in a very nice way where people can uh, considerable amount of people can actually sit and uh, meditate there and uh, there is two other rooms there is a nirvana room where uh, maharishi spent his uh, final days so this can be seen from a from a from outside but but they have kept all his belongings also there and there is one more room also where maharishi meditated so there is a small room which can which cannot accommodate quite a lot of people but certainly some handful of people can can meditate at the same time so this being the probably the most important uh, landmarks in the in the ramadharma ashram in the foothills but ramana ashram also extends to to the hill also so in the hill Uh, ramana spent many years in the hill so he, he there is a small ashram in the in the hill called skandashram it's a small house actually where ramana lived for many years and uh, and that can be easily um, uh, reached by by foot uh, there are two ways to reach there so one you can go from ramana ashram itself there is a there is a entrance to the hill from behind the, uh, uh, the ramana ashram and uh, and then you can also go to that hill from uh, from the main temple so from the back side of the temple where you can climb but uh, but my suggestion is to pe- people to use the ramana ashram that's the more easier way to get in it's lot more uh, the path is lot more easier if you go from ramana ashram and uh, in this uh, when you when you about to reach the skanda ashram they have a, a view point so this is my most favorite so so you get a stunning view of the arunachaleshwar temple from the hill and uh, so this is let, let's say my most favorite uh, we we I, have, i along with my friends we have done this trip that day. we go early early in the morning to tirunamalai and we reach this hill just before the sunrise by 6 6:15 so we can see the sunrise along with the with the temple's view it's a is you you cannot explain how in words how how that view was so just a, it's it's amazing i would say and also i see the many of uh, uh, devotees uh, reach there that position and also Uh, do quite a lot of yoga some yoga in the early morning in the hill it's it's quite popular there and uh, other than the skandashram there is a few other places in the hill virupaksha cave is there which is not that far from skandashram and uh, this virupaksha cave is in the shape of om and in this cave is a very important cave actually so maharishi spent a uh, uh, few years uh, meditating in this cave actually and uh, he they say that he lived almost like 16, 16 years in this cave and uh, ramana's main work who am i non yar uh, and the work actually he has done it uh, they say that that work was done during his period in, spent in virupaksha cave so it's a very important and very very sacred and then there is a mamara cave which is a small uh, cave where they, they there used to be a mango tree before not anymore but uh, there is a very small cave which is next to virupaksha cave that's also quite famous for Uh, where ramana used to meditate as well then then there is a there is actually shiva shrine also not that far sri maheshwar temple which is also in the hill so these are some of the places which you can cover if you are visiting ramana ashram actually so this 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 is my list from ramana ashram i would say beautiful so yeah just um, 
as you said even i was uh, reading a lot of articles on him uh, for this podcast and i came across few interesting ones which i would like to share so um, a author called uh, cr rajamani uh, visited the ashram in 1998 uh, from new york and while visiting uh, he just thought this ashram as just any ordinary one and he was just sitting there suddenly uh, he realized some uh, a little boy of 5 years was sitting next to him and he was gazing at uh, master and uh, he, immediately he started to um, tear up and he started to cry out of joy and bliss um, i've also read in uh, many other books that um, you know highly evolved uh, masters can communicate uh, with anyone uh, without words and just through their eyes so i could inst- instantly sense that and uh, he wrote how uh, his parents were very worried and how he wanted to go back home desperately even before coming to tiruvannamalai but after that the child started to say no i want to stay here and uh, i want to uh, become uh, you know a student and then later uh, ramana maharishi himself blessed the uh, boy and he said go i will always be with you and uh, it was also true it seems and um, many people uh, personally even uh, many people have has uh, shared it with me that uh, they got uh, visions of uh, ramana magarishi even today and not only from india but also uh, all around the world so that is one incredible thing and we are very very blessed to have him in our era so actually uh, yeah. beautifully said uh, shruti actually there is a there are few couple, couple of videos i can recommend that is in tamil sugi sivam's ayya sugi sivam avroda video iruk on ramana maharishi it's a must watch it he describes uh, some of the stories about ramana and also the greatness of ramana one of the best and also recently i saw a video from isha foundation also on ramana who am i Uh, about who am i it's from from sadguru so that's also something an interesting video to watch see great uh, that you recommended videos as well what we need to also remember is uh, bhagwan ramana maharishi is no ordinary saint he got self realized at a very young age not many people get self realized at that age almost in his early teens and his near death experience taught him what is self realization and the legend goes that he used to meditate in patala lingam in tiruvannamalai temple that lingam is still available the, it is like a cave in the main temple itself that is where he used to meditate so people can also visit that lingam today coming to the interesting part uh, raj and you share your experience of staying in uh, yogi ram sridkumar yeah that that was one good very good experience as well this was way long back though but it was it is still fresh in my mind mm, a lot of people are aware of uh, yogi ram sridkumar also known as visiri samya because he will always have a fan in his hand and he holds a begging bowl and the most another important feature in his appearance is his surut he smokes a lot of surutu and he he actually bundles the surutu in plantain leaves and he smokes and it seems when when you when you research about him or when you study about him he was born in up and he was a teacher in bihar but because of the spiritual quest he came down south he actually explored ramana ashram he has gone to arbindu ashram and he has also gone to another ashram called ananda ashram and there shri ramdas initiated him in his spiritual life by chanting shri ram jay ram jay jay ram and it is very interesting even bhagwan ramanar was also a vaishnavite yogi ram surat kumar also was initiated in vaishnavism by chanting ramar's message but they all came down and settled in arnachaleshwar hill 
what a sacred place it is right and it is a divine hill which preaches everything is one and this ashram is lovely and especially the food the food is really really lovely the ashram is huge it can accommodate almost 4000 people at one point and recently i heard that they've also added all the gurus photos across the ashram and there is a huge and a beautiful patasala where people are taught all the uh, religious text from uh, the sanatana dharma people can spend a lot of time there food is free as well they can meditate um, and uh, the meditation all is super special because sri yogiram sutkumar has attained mukti and there is a linga built on him so we can actually meditate there and it is a powerful place what do you think shankar ji absolutely uh, actually uh, yogiram sutkumar ashram is one of my favorite also so especially i love their kaushala there so yes, so the, I, yeah so that's that's my most favorite so they have some incredible cows and and calf i i really love that place so and also they have a main hall with uh, with the uh, pictures of uh, many many saints uh, and and the main hall is really beautiful for for pray, prayers and meditation so it's a it's a must visit place i would say perfect yeah. and the one thing is we also met yogiram surat kumar and he wanted us to chant we ch- we started chanting his name he was happy about it but not quite happy but when we started chant- chanting shri ram jay ram jay jay ram he was smiling there was such a bliss in his smile and this this is a personal interaction so it was even more nice very very blissful experience wow sudhi epa bobariya yogi ram surat maharashtrathige சாப்பாடுதான் <laughs> <laughs> Shruti, what do you think about Sheshadri Ashram? Hmm. Yes, so I was about to talk about uh, the great guru Sheshadri Swamigal. So uh, he is known as uh, the saint with a gold hand. Uh, he was actually born in Kanchipuram and uh, he was very much devoted to goddess Kamakshi. And it is also said that uh, his parents um, prayed to goddess Kamakshi for a, a child and uh, he was born uh, as a prashad from Kamakshi himself, herself. So, yeah, um, he got uh, into spirituality and he got self-realized at an early age too. And he actually got uh, settled in Trivanamala itself where he also attained Mahasamadhi. Uh, he is also uh, considered to be the caretaker of uh, ramana maharishi uh, when uh, he was in his uh, quest for uh, you know learning and self realization so yeah and uh, story goes this way that uh, once uh, while uh, sheshadri swamigal and his mom were in the market he wanted to uh, get a idol of uh, lord krishna a bronze uh, idol and uh, the shopkeeper looking at his divine grace and aura around his face and uh, he wanted to gift it to him for free and uh, he bought it and he took that home the next day there was a huge celebration in the market uh, because uh, the shopkeeper uh, got so much excited and he told uh, uh, these uh, ever since he opened the shop only two or three statues would have been uh, sold that too for a very minimal price but uh, ever since he gifted that idol to him uh, there has been like thousands and thousands of order for him uh, not only from uh, nearby locations but from far away places so that is one such um, miracle and uh, 
this idol which he got it from the shopkeeper was worshiped and is still being worshiped by uh, devotees and it is also present in the ashram and yeah i've heard that uh, shankar ji as he mentioned he loves the food there so yeah food mattu mama sonna ashram nalla irukudla sonna namma image damage pandradhukku velila la thevai illa aalukku namma kudave da irukku so but actually it is true actually uh, that, that ashram they still uh, they have kept that krishna statue there right opposite to his jiva samadhi so it's it's a it's a wonderful place to be so it's quite a quite a big ashram actually so there is there is quite a lot more to see than than his jiva samadhi and this krishna statue there is few more uh, uh, few more shrines and and uh, and a nice environment to be there and actually one thing i have noticed like it's a, it's a very common sight in in tamil nadu especially if you go to uh, temples and your hills you can see quite a lot of peacocks in 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 those ashrams it's it's a is such a pleasant sight in the early in the morning when you wake up you stay in it doesn't matter where you stay in which hotel or or ashram you stay early in the morning you can see a lot of peacocks actually uh, from your from your windows and and anywhere you walk around in uh, tirunamalai you can see quite a lot of peacocks i really love that sight yeah yes, uh, i actually feel tirunamalai is uh... a very sacred place and uh, you know uh, these highly evolved masters have uh, left us with such profound teachings which we should definitely preserve and pass it on to our younger generations um my mom usually says uh, you cannot see them but they can always see you they are always in the form of nature uh, still living there but uh, recently i saw an uh, instagram post uh, by alv diaries uh, she posted um, about the current maintenance of the temple and uh, the nearby areas which was actually very disappointing to watch and what do you feel about this definitely i i really appreciate amrita for uh, for raising that uh, issue and also posting it up, posting about it uh, so so it's it's a it's a huge uh issue to be to be concerned about and also this is an issue i would also request uh, authorities to take uh, considerable action so the most part of tirunamalai is in good shape and the girivalam path is well maintained but there are sections uh, areas where uh, one one side of the temple where uh, the encroachment happens and, and also it's been poorly and shabbily maintained so that's definitely a huge concern that I, that should be kept clean and uh, the sancti- sanctity has to be maintained and i myself have seen so i have seen a, a very close to rajagopuram uh, on the on the girivalam path i've seen quite a lot of uh, non vegetarian uh, food restaurants runs in the late in the evenings and nights and uh, they sell including beef and so on so they sell right in the girivalam path so so i'm sure there are many places to sell their products so that definitely but not in not in the girivalam path so the sanctity and the cleanliness should be maintained and this is an historical connection and this is a huge uh, place for a place of importance for for the people of tamil nadu and also people of india so this this should be maintained i i i sincerely request the authorities to maintain that sanctity what do you feel raj see not only as a citizen of this country but also a spiritual seeker it is our duty to keep any place clean okay so mm-hmm. this has to be remembered by anyone who's visiting the temple it starts from us right from the eating of prasadam and just discarding the plates there that shouldn't happen second thing is to the authorities as well they need to take more care of the spiritual places this is not only a place where it fulfills people physically but also spiritually and mentally 
so the cleanliness is more more imperative than any other thing there and more often than not temples should be maintained well so that we can gift it to our next generation there is so much to learn for the next generation unless we maintain it we take care of it we cannot pass the knowledge the heritage to the next generation so these three are very very important to us and temples also a source of income the more you protect it the more income you get you can rely um you can rely less on other sources of income so people have to realize that so this is my angle very true i completely agree with both of you and especially uh, rajana like we have to preserve it we have the duty as a citizen and also as a spiritual spe- seeker so yeah and now coming to the most exciting part of the podcast nominating instagram pages this time who are we nominating yeah so of course our list is huge but uh, but of course we have we have to, i have to limit myself to two so i think now especially the, the month of margari so so i would go with the margari columns so there are many people who are who are posting fantastic columns i would say so there are two profiles uh, which i would like to recommend one column underscore gram her name is kamali column underscore gram so she she uh, posts amazing columns and and she puts a lot of efforts and and also the other person column corner uh, her name is gauri with the account name column corner and uh, her columns are are different level altogether so so both these profiles i i would like to recommend because of the incredible effort what they put and the and the amazing columns especially it's a treat to watch especially in the month of margari what is your recommendation right. i also stick to the column thing uh, sirisha kuluru is a great account and amazing columns it is really beautiful in a certain page and also mm-hmm. give a shout out to wandering fakir i mean uh, that person's uh, instagram handle is really good it is very rich in knowledge he not only post pictures of temples and other spiritual places but he actually takes effort to decipher the culvet which means the uh, sculpting on the stone and and decipher the story behind it and he teaches people with that that is an amazing thing what is he doing so for wandering fakir is my second account you have given uh, uh, it's not just your favorite it's my favorite also those two accounts so sirisha madam uh, her account is awesome and and wondering fakir i also like his uh, kirikals all our uh, kavidala edit kirikals nu poduvaru tamil kavidas super yeah super account you have also given a margari twist to this podcast <laughs> so yay <laughs> So hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. If you don't forget to leave suggestions on all three of our uh, Instagram pages. And yeah, meet you soon in our next podcast. And don't forget to embrace within and empower others. Embrace within, empower again, others. I was, I was forced you. to say this again. Embrace within and empower others. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so, 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 so,